0: Welcome to Indelible Logos. We are going to give you the words that are going to make a lasting impression. Hi everyone, I'm Tiki and you're listening to episode five of the Indelible Logos podcast and today I have the pleasure of having a first-time guest with us, Mrs. Keisha Fox, who is a wife a mother of two, mindset development coach, motivational speaker, CEO, and author whose most recent work just reached number one on Amazon a few weeks ago. So everyone, please help me. Welcome to the broadcast, Keisha.
1: Hello. Hello, Tiki. Thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure to be here. Exciting. We are both working
0: from remote locations. So please forgive any uh, background noise that you might hear during the podcast, just pay it no mind, uh, but we both rearranged our schedules to make sure that we were able to have this today, and I'm completely grateful to her for doing that for me. Uh, we're on two different time zones and, and all, so <laughs> let's just dive right into it. Keisha, tell me, how's everything going? What's, been, what's the most recent and new thing that's happening in your world?
1: Oh, wow. Um, there is a number of things, but I would have to say the most recent would uh, involve a, uh, a recent book project, uh, which was an anthology project that I did with uh, uh, 34, 34 other um, authors. Um, it was an amazing project, Tiki, um, and it's faith-based. It's uh, called The First Class Life devotional 35 testimonies of phenomenal faith through turbulent times. And um, I'm a writer. I'm a writer by nature. And I'm, I'm really exploring and pushing myself these days. And so being a part of that devotional project, um, and reading and hearing about the other stories of, of these ladies and one gentleman, um, it's just been absolutely amazing. Um, and I would advise and encourage anyone who is looking to overcome you know a, an obstacle maybe that you're facing right now um, regardless of how bad you think it is um, to read these stories. Um, everyone in here you know in the book found their way around and over their obstacle um, and of course they give credit to God otherwise it wouldn't be called a devotional um, <laughs> But from death and destruction to infertility infidelity, um, uh, illnesses, um, abandonment. Oh gosh, it's there are so many stories, and and, and they're very heart wrenching, um, inspirational. Some of them will make you cry, and it's just a, a, a just an all out really great project in which we you know we really put God on the pedestal that He belongs on. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, our life is not our own. And, you know, whether we recognize him when we're going through or not, um, he's there. And uh, this just was just a great opportunity uh, for people to come together and share their stories um, in the book. That, that is awesome.
0: I have to be honest, I because I'm on deadline, I haven't read the whole devotional yet. I have to order it in order to read it, but I had the glimpse, because I, I got the actual one that you sent the link for. So I got to read some of those, but I don't have the hard, like, I still like books that I can hold in my hand. I I do much better with those. I don't know why I just do. So I have the electronic one, but I want that hard (laughs) copy one so I can uh, (laughs) my highlighter and highlight things and underline. That's just, yes. uh, but yes, I, I want you, you to do. kind of talk to me about some of the things we, we were briefly chatting before the podcast started, and you said some things that really just touched exactly what I'm trying to do with the audience that I'm looking to reach, and it's really about the um, mindset development coaching that you're talking about in reference to giving people permission to go ahead and... and go after their goals and their dreams. How did that all get started with you?
1: Okay, absolutely. I will share a bit about that. Um, Before we move from the um, Anthology Project, I just wanna quickly put in a plug for the subject matter of my chapter. um, And that was on um, the three mistakes to avoid while grieving. Now, (laughs) how you go from being a mindset development coach to talking about grief, Um, that it's a long story, but I have, you know, had my share of grief. And so if there are people out there who right now are just struggling with um, a loss and grief can be a loss of anything, you know, it could be a loss of a job, a loss of a pet, a loss of a loved one, you know, grief is, it goes beyond just, you know, death of of loved ones. Um, But the three mistakes to avoid while grieving um, is where I spent uh, time and then I, I direct people to a resource um, that we've made available that helps with people who are grieving, but don't necessarily feel like they're at the place where they need grief counseling. Um, and they'd rather just kind of go and process how they're feeling through the comfort of their own home in their own time, that kind of thing. We have a resource that, we were, that we've created um, because we realized that there was a gap there. Um, and so that's, that's my bit of the anthology project. So just wanted to put that in there. And then I will certainly tell you about the mindset deal and how I got there. Okay, so um, I um, have always, you know, consider myself to be a, you know, an ambitious person. Um, always had an entrepreneurial spirit on the inside that I ward with that was always trying to get out. Um, and it kind of manifests itself through, you know, different projects I pick up. Um, over the years, Mary Kay, you know, just different, uh, different things. And, um, but I never really found anything that I was truly passionate about that I really wanted to do that would command my attention for an extended period of time um, that would, you know, just keep me going. And um, so I was a worker, just like uh, many of the people who are listening. I had my nine to five, um, sometimes nine to nine. um, And where I worked, Mm -hmm. you know, a significant uh, amount of time and number of hours Traveled a lot, stayed away from my family um, a whole lot, and was promoted and got a promotion that um, took my family from North Carolina to California. I was in that role at the peak of my career. um, and, and Three years after that, which totaled about 17 years with the company altogether, about three and a half years into the role that got me to California, they basically were like, you know, we don't need you anymore. And so they terminated me. And um, from there, I just had to figure out life. And um, I went through a mental bout um, with that particular um, termination. And um, it, was, it was tough. It was a really tough, a tough moment in, in my life. And I had to uh, climb and crawl claw my way out of it. And um, I was on the highway on, on my way um, home with my boxes in the car. And um, it was a moment where um, I I was almost gone because the enemy was so strong in my head and convinced me in 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 that moment that I was a failure. And um, it was so strong, Tiki, and many people don't know this if if you've never heard the all of my story, but it was so strong that on the sixty-five that day, I looked over into oncoming traffic. And for the first time, I, I just really felt like, I really felt it, I felt that I was a failure. Um, but God being who he is, and because he loves me so, I'll never forget, in my right ear, soon as I, soon as that thought came that you're a failure, in my right ear, I heard, and it was a small choir, And they sang one bar to me and that was in him, there is no failure. Yeah, and they sang it and it was audible. And I will never forget that day. And I told people all the time that God had his heavenly host on standby for me that day because he knew I needed it. And that trip home I had to make a decision. I was like, okay, which of these voices, because I know that voice is gonna pipe up again, but which voice am I gonna listen to that I'm a failure or in him there is no failure? And um, I remember going home that day and writing out all of these nice things to myself, affirmations, scriptures, whatever was on my heart, I scribbled them down. Um, and those became um, what I didn't realize at the time would become the basis for which we would start our mindset development uh, coaching. Um, it started out as a product based business. And so we took those affirmations, made them very professional and polished, and we put them in decks in their concise, positive sayings um, to help people get their mindset back on track. Mm-hmm. Um, because I realized if I was going through that as strong as I consider myself to be, then other people are dealing with this on a daily basis, making that decision every single day, which voice am I gonna listen to? And so those positive affirmations have really been the basis of it all. And so that's how we got there. And, you know, so who would have thought, you know, and and it's just like God to do it where our struggles actually become that very thing that God will use and begin to build um, a new path and a new life for us. So that's how we that's how we got there.
0: It's a, it's interesting that you're saying that because I was having a conversation yesterday with my brother Tosh, and we recorded yesterday our siblings episode. And I was having a struggle yesterday. I, it, there wasn't anything tangibly wrong. I just was dealing with emotions yesterday and they were strong. And so it was a battle. Mm-hmm. And you said something that was key because what I said to my brother was it was making me think of Robin Williams and Robin Williams, that everybody looked at him as this great comedian and this great actor and, uh, you know, just a, a person overall. And no one really knew that inside he was struggling with his own set of issues and, and you know, probably voices telling him the same thing that you're, you're a failure, you know, you're you're not worth anything, whatever the case was, whatever it was that he listened to, and he got to that point of where he believed that voice and he went ahead and ended his own life. And my point to the what I was shang- saying to my brother yesterday was. A lot of times the, the people who you see that are championing for other people to be better than themselves or they're you know beautiful singers or or comedians, you know, whatever their field is that they're that the outside thinks that they're excelling in, oftentimes are things that they're struggling with. On their own, like you, you don't always see people the way that, or you don't always mm-hmm. see yourself the mm-hmm. way that other people see you, and so by you saying mm-hmm. that today is so pivotal because it was just, it's really kind of like a confirmation as to what I was saying to my brother yesterday, and so yes, we need people like you to go ahead and speak to other people and let them know because it's like you, if you had that thought guaranteed there are hundreds of other people that are struggling with the same thought and they need to hear somebody say you're you're validated you're good don't give up don't stop keep moving towards your goals and your dreams it's just a hiccup and I I don't want to take the time away from you I want you to speak to that Um, but it just was such a key point that you made because that hit home for me just as recently (laughs) as of yesterday, so. Thank you for that. (laughs) Wow,
1: yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, I think it's a, yes, there, these conversations, um, you know, I I think there is uh, value in um, us being transparent. I think um, just culturally, you know, culturally there has been a stigma on, you know, well, if I share this, then I'm gonna look weak, right? And uh, the enemy has a field day when we, you know, when we are going through mental battles and we don't speak out and we don't share or we don't tell anyone. um, Because if we're not strong enough, if that heavenly host isn't there, you know, um, where you can hear them and make sense out of things, then the enemy wins, and he he won in Robin Williams' case, right? And he'll and he's won in other people's cases. We hear about suicide attempts and suicides all the time, um, and it's just in those moments, you know, we we just we don't always know what it is that that people are really going. For. Someone said it once, and it always stuck with me. If we could really see the unseen things people struggle with. You know, we would treat people differently and that's why it's important, Tiki, on this journey that we use our words for good, we treat people well because we don't know what voice they're battling with at the moment, right? And so we can actually change the trajectory of someone's life, we can change the outcome of someone's life simply by the words that we speak. Words have power.
0: I, I want to reach out. Words have so much power. I, I want to reach out and hunky right now because you don't even know how correct you are, and you don't even know how much that speaks to me personally. Because that's one of the things that I used to share with my team. Uh, you know, we I was in property management, and I would tell them like, "Yes, you we're we're getting this person on the phone, and they're they're yelling, they're complaining." but we don't even know what they're dealing with. And so instead of us getting combative or instead of us becoming reactive and and dishing it back to them, take a moment, Mm -hmm. let them get it out. And I promise you, Mm -hmm. I saw it over and over again, Keisha, when I did that, the person would just, even if it wasn't that day, they would come back later and they were like, you know what, I'm so sorry. I was dealing with X, Y, and Z. I appreciate the fact mm-hmm. that you just let me go on and you listen to me and then not only did you listen to me, you tried to help me to get fixed what was fixed, our words have power. Absolutely. Even, even when you just have that impression and somebody hasn't even shared with you what's going on, it's important for you to kind of pick up on body cues and just, you know, say good morning. hello, how you doing? Is everything okay? be there for someone even if you're not even sure that they're battling it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt to be nice that's what my grandmother used to always say it doesn't take Mm -hmm. anything away from you to be nice
1: yes yes agreed agreed agreed
0: i think that is tremendous awesome that you're doing this i'm sorry you were about to say something
1: oh no i was just going to um i was gonna you know try to go over into the conversation where, where we were going to go, but I'm, I'm just going to flow. I'm going to flow with it. I'll flow with you.
0: Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to pick up what you're laying down.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I want to speak to the entrepreneurial spirits out there, you know, um, everybody's journey to entrepreneurship is a bit different. Um, how you get there is how you get there. The the great thing is as long as you get there, especially if you feel like it is something that um, you're being called to. But as you try to get closer to it, or even after you've you've launched a brand, um, there's this thing called fear (laughs) that will either keep us from actually doing what we set out to do or uh, will cause us to stop in the middle when we've set out to do something and and launch a brand. And so those fears, um, being out here in the space and the mindset space and being able to talk to entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, um, I kind of get a, uh, there's this recurring theme, you know, and there are these um, five common fears that I feel like uh, every person, if we can overcome these five common fears, we can achieve a whole lot more in our life. And so um, every opportunity I get when I know that there's an audience um, of entrepreneurs or would-be entrepreneurs, I do like to share those five common fears um, because it tends to resonate with people and, um, and sometimes it opens doors. If nothing more, it causes people to really sit and think, you know, really sit and think through kind of, you know, what their mental process is and why they haven't done what it is. And so I'm going to jump into those really quickly with uh, the time that we have. And keep, Tiki, keep me, um, keep me on track with time. Um, but fear number one that I find comes up a lot is the fear of knowing you. And it seems simple and, and it seems like, mm, wait a minute, say that again. But the fear of knowing you. Um, You know, we've got to stop waiting. We've got to stop waiting for other people to tell us who we are. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: because that's a dangerous place to be, right? If you want to know who you are, and why you're here, look introspectively, and go to the one who created you right? Because, you know, when you're, when you go to your creator, and you have these heart to hearts, I don't know, you will be surprised at how many people in the world, if you ask them what they were put here to do, they would say they don't know. And it's not because they can't find out. It's just they, because they never sat and taken the time to babysit themselves and to really dig into what it is that they value, what's important to them, not somebody else, not their significant other, not their spouse, not their parents, not their teacher, but what's important for you. And most people fear sitting down to do that. And where does that fear stem from? I'm gonna tell you because the mindset space is, it's, it's deep. But let's say you grow up in a household where someone has constantly belittled you or devalued your contributions and who you are. You fear sitting down and getting to know yourself because you're afraid that everything they said, you might find that to be true. You may find that in some way you're insignificant. And that's why you fear sitting down with yourself. But I'm gonna dispel that myth right now none of us was made with insignificance in mind, right? We were fearfully, we were wonderfully made, we were crafted with so much intent while we were in the wombs of our moms, right? Mm -hmm. And so we've been hardwired, we've been wired for certain things And those are the things that we've got to figure out. You know, we've been, you know, there are certain passions that are within us. There are certain things that we know if we do it, it just sends a spark, you know, through us. And we know that's the thing, that's the thing, but we don't sit down long enough to figure it out and to line it out and to lay it out, right? And so um, you're not inadequate. Your life has value. It has purpose, you know, um, but it's up to you to become everything that God intended for you to be. You know, and it's up to you to make a decision that today I'm gonna stop living beneath my intended design, who God intended for me to be. That has to be a decision, right? And then you sit and you sit with yourself and you figure those things out. And, you know, there are tools, there are resources. I have some on my website, you know, where you can go out and you can start from point A. Here are the things that I value. Here's what's important to me, honesty integrity, whatever. So you list all that out. Then you go through all of these brainstorming sessions and activities and you end up by the end of the, uh, the workbook and you have a bit more of a dream and a vision for where you go next, right? So we've got to, if we wanna know what, what uh, we're designed to do and why we're here, we've gotta go to our creator and look introspectively and see those things that he's put in us, that it comes naturally to us. Um, and then, um, did you want to say something before I go on? To no, you? don't go right ahead. Flo. Okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> um, and then the second fear that I find that comes up a lot is the the fear of letting go. So let's say you come out, you have this dream, and now, you know, there's this passion and, you know, you're excited about what it is that you've sketched out and you've written out and you've drawn out. Now it's going to require you to have to let go of some things because now i this, this is going to be new. There are going to be some new requirements upon you. You're going to have to start doing things differently with your time. You may have to read a bit more. You may have to, you know, work on crafting your skill a bit more. And so that means if, if more time is going to be required over here, you've got to let go of something over here. And so many people fear having to let go of some things. And, you know, I look back over, you know, my career and I look at where God has us now, what if Jazz and I had been, you know, would have been afraid to, to leave North Carolina? You know, I never considered myself a mobile employee, but, you know, I didn't let that stop me and we can't let it stop us when we have to let go, you know? And so um, being willing and open um, to letting go of, you know, people Um, to letting go of habits, (laughs) to letting go of things, 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 Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, and just being willing to go all in, you know, and just go all in on us, you know? And that's, that's that's the journey that Jazz and I chose to take. I'm not saying that's everybody's journey, but when you're serious about being able to make the adjustments so that you can live the dreams that you've sketched out for yourself, then you're willing to make some sacrifices and you have to be willing to make some sacrifices and you get to decide, you know, how much, how much are you willing to sacrifice? So that fear of letting go is, is a real thing. Um, Next is the fear of dreaming. Uh, And so, um, you know, I talked about coming out of that workbook and having a dream, but you would be surprised at you know, how many people don't finish out the workbook because of that fear of dreaming. And, and, and that simply comes again um, from, you know, the whole notion of what if I dream too big or what if I'm, you know, I'm just doing, this is an exercise of nothingness. It's not gonna happen for me. I'll never be successful. I can't be an Amazon number one bestseller if I sit down and write this book. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, right? And so um, what you'll find is in the process of, you know, really sketching out our dreams and things, you've got those voices. Um, And we've got, it's a constant struggle that we have to continue to work on our mindset in the process so that we can get to the place where even when the negative thoughts pipe up, we can immediately begin to replace them with mm-hmm. positive things. You know what? I'm smart. I'm successful. I can do this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got this. I got this in the bag, you know, you know, and so we've got to work on that mindset at all points, you know, until we can actually get to the place where, you know, where we're supposed to be. And, you know, mindset is it's, it's an everyday, it's an everyday thing. I was going to say that daily. Yes, 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 yes. So we've got to permit ourselves to dream. We've got to carve out our time to dream. We've got to dream it and we've got to see it, you know? And so we've got to be able to see it in our minds before it actually becomes a reality, right? Um, and so um, that's important. It's important that we allow ourselves to do that. and we, When we not be afraid, you know, don't worry about the negative thoughts, just replace them and keep it moving. You know, don't be afraid at all. What, what number was that? That was three <laughs> that was number three okay so um fear n- number four is um is actually okay so you have the dream the fear of executing right that fear of executing on mm-hmm. the dream so let's say if my dream is to launch a i don't know launch a a, a boutique i want to open up a local boutique and i have this huge promotion around a grand opening and and, and we're so um, inundated with thoughts of what if no one responds, what if I open the doors and no one comes through, you know, um, or, you know, I don't know the first thing about opening a boutique, whatever that is, you know? And so we've got to be willing to overcome the fear of execution because we've already projected out these negative thoughts (laughs) that says, okay, well, so what? So what you got a dream, so what you crafted it out, nobody's going to (laughs) come, nobody's going to bite, nobody's going to listen to you. Nobody's going to read your blog. Nobody's going to listen to your podcast. Nobody's going to, you know, so it's, oh gosh, oh my goodness. Um, those those fears and the negative thoughts um, that are feeding into those fears, we really do have to, um, to overcome those and overcome that particular fear and realize, you know, uh, we're not going to launch perfect. It's not going to be perfect and we have to be okay with that. And once we get okay with worst case scenario, we just go full force, you know? Yes. And, and we keep going and keep going and we keep doing and we keep doing and we keep tweaking until it becomes exactly what it's supposed to be. But, you know, not starting is is not giving yourself, you know, the adequate opportunity to really prove to yourself who you are and who you were made to be and what's on the inside of you. That's good. Yeah. and I. Yes, and then um, I've got this thing anyway. So let's say if, if, you, if you start to, to work towards your dream, the great thing is that when you look back and you compare where you are today versus where you were last year, same time, you're gonna find that you're further along. You may not be where you wanna be, but you're further than where you were. And to me, that in and of itself is a win. And as long as you keep working towards it, as long as we keep going, you know, we'll eventually get there. Uh, But it's a process, you know, it's, it's a process. And so we've got to make sure that we keep it, we're keeping our fear in check at all these different uh, junctions and, and uh, points. And then the last uh, fear, fear number five is, is, is very popular. This whole fear of failure. Yep. Um, And so what if I completely fail? I launch it. It's out there. It's out there for three years. And. Covid hits. <laughs> I'm telling you, Covid did a number on, on uh, a lot of businesses, right? But that shouldn't keep us from starting because there, there are some things that we can't anticipate. We would never anticipate, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it's sad uh, watching the doors close on businesses, local businesses that have been around for quite some time. Um, but there are things that you can't anticipate. But why, why let what we don't know? Why let these projected fears and, and scenarios we create in our mind, why let that stop us? Go for it. You never know. You just might end up being the most successful person in, in the world. Who knows? But go for it.
0: And those are great five points. Uh, one of the things that I like to keep, I, I like to say is uh, three words, keep moving forward. Just keep, keep going. Absolutely. Keep, I love keep, keep moving it. forward. I and love it. one of the things my parents taught us was that it's not a mistake if you learn something from it. So if you run into a wall and you, you know, hit uh, kept a hiccup or something of that sort, learn learn from it and then keep moving forward. Like just keep going and and don't stop. Like you said, until you get it to be what you've envisioned for it. <laughs> So sorry about that. We had a little hiccup and, and got knocked out of the system, but I have Keisha back with us now. Uh, and we definitely want to hear what Keisha had left to say. It was good stuff. Go, <laughs> go ahead, girl.
1: Yeah. So I was just wrapping up with the, the fears and, um, I think you were going, you were closing us out and, um, But I I did want to just say that, you know, I I mentioned some resources and things. I do have resources. Um, My husband and I both have a passion for seeing people um, really go after their dreams, you know, and even if you have to do it scared, as it's said uh, very often, do it, you know. Um, I would recommend, you know, if, if you know, you're an entrepreneurial spirit and you have, you know, a nine to five, then, you know, the wisest thing, if you can muster up the energy after you've given all of your time to your uh, job is to spend some time building your business on the side um, until, you know, and start getting some income generated into your business, your side business, your side hustle, as they call it. Um, And then, you know, then start making moves to, you know, to go into your own business to build your own brand full time. Um, you know, it, again, everybody's journey to entrepreneurship is different. Um, ours, we were forced out there. I would like to have been able to build my brand on the side while still having income come in because you do have to invest. You have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in training and invest in these different things. But even if you don't have, you know, a whole lot of money, you can still get started, right? And so those resources, I'm gonna drop a link um, with uh, with Tiki on, you know, where you can go to to get those resources. Um, I'm gonna give you Keisha Fox, K-I-S-H-A Fox spelled like the animal one X dot club for now. KeishaFox.club is the is the link I'm gonna give for now.
0: Wonderful. That is awesome. I know that there will be people out there that could definitely use the information because I have found that we oftentimes will tell people what they should do or advise them and and encourage them. And and sometimes we don't do a very good job of telling them how to do it. So it's wonderful that you have these resources for the people that really are ready to take that next step. Mm -hmm so thank you
1: (laughs) my pleasure it's been great chit-chatting and having these conversations um there are just so many entrepreneurs out there who i know they're just they're just a few degrees away from 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 going out there and getting it and and i'll i'll give this one really quick testimony and, and it'll forever be in my heart there's a gentleman from north carolina who uh, got got our book. So we wrote uh, another book. It's called The Art of More. That one's been out there for a while. It's available on our website. But he got our book, read our book, and he reached out to Jazz and I and left us a testimony. He said, look, guys, I appreciate your book so much. He said, I, you know, I've put in my resignation, you know, and um, he had a, a really great paying, you know, six figure corporate job. And he said, I am starting my group home. And so it's something that he always wanted to do. It is just sometimes you just need that little tip to take you right over to over the edge. And I know the last time we checked up on him and checked in, he was opening up yet a second location. So awesome. um, there are generations that are being impacted by what, what it is that we're doing and what it is that we are um, telling people to give themselves permission to do as well. So it's just... It's, it's, it's game changing. It's life changing for us. And to know that we're living a life of impact is, is, is what matters. And so you have that opportunity um, in doing that as well through whatever it is that God has given you to do. Um, there's an audience that is waiting for you to show up with what's in your hands. Um, and so I encourage you to go out there and not be afraid to overcome all those fears and, and get it going. The world needs what you have to offer.
0: I can't have said it any better than what you just did because one of the things I said to my children and to my siblings, it's almost like there's a huge jigsaw puzzle and you're one of the pieces and when we get ourselves in place, it helps to get other people in place as well until you see the puzzle become a masterpiece and... Mm -hmm what this world needs right now. We need. It's. It's not about the competition. Absolutely. It's not about you know I got mine, you get yours. I this this time you know we all wanted to say that we from COVID last year we're all in this together. It's never been more true since COVID. So how about we actually act it Absolutely. out and just say it? Let's act it out. And that's what this push Absolutely. for me has been right now is to help people to come along on the journey with me to be where they're supposed to be in this in this life. So, Alicia, thank you so much for being with me today. Again, I can't reach out and, and hug you, but I'm sending you hugs via... <laughs> hugs, 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 <laughs> hugs. <laughs> virtual hugs.
1: <laughs> you get a virtual hug. <laughs> wow, but
0: thank you. I, this has been rich. Very, very rich. And I love you. I love the fam. You know it, please. Love you too. And again, that you heard me say first time, guest, because I'm expecting for this to take off and for you to come back. And I'm gonna have thousands of listeners who are going to be on the edge of their seat to hear you. So
1: thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Tiki. I appreciate you. Love you. Thank you.
0: And I will talk to you soon, hi. Huh?
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Thank you.